episode 57 of Terrorvision Horror Podcast, Splatter Chatter. Yes, uh, Splatter Chatter with Dan and Jennifer. I am one of your hosts, Jennifer Strand, and joining me is our very own limb collector, Dan McGuinness. Thank you for letting me come. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> Splatter Chatter is a new bi-weekly trial inst- installation to the Terrorvision programming, where we will talk about what's new, more than likely, what has caught our attention in the world of horror, including video games, comics, movies, collectibles, and so on. Etc. Etc. It's just anything horror. Horror. Horror, as I like to call it. Horror. The horrors. Yeah. So this is where we've now moved our fun facts about ourselves so that you can learn a little bit more about us and what we're consuming. Um, Dan, what's your fun fact for the week? My fun fact is that this week I skated as a 43-year-old man. I skated two days this week, uh-huh. and I am now unable to move properly. I've had to have two Radox baths. Yep. My mouth, all of them seized up. My hips, my back. I'm just like a. Argh! I've had to watch YouTube videos on loosening up hips and ankles and shit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but I had the best fucking skates. It was so fun. Honestly, every time I saw on the Instagrams that you were out for a skate, I was so happy because all you've wanted to do has is go skating and you haven't been able to do it, but you finally went to go and twice, and twice then it, in one week. When it rains, it pours. I also had someone this morning message me going, let's go for a skate. I'm like, I, I can't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My body. It hurts. My My body. <laughs> I love that. Um, Well, my fun fact for the week is I've started weight training. What does that mean? So I'm kind of in this point at the moment where my body is messed up. My body's messed up. So I have chronic back pain, shoulder pain, just chronic pain. Man, we're just all painies. It's true. Um, So I've been going to the gym. I've been trying to lose weight. And I've now sort of started, you know, doing weights. Just get, Um, yeah. So weights is meant to, I, I'm not going to get like swole, swole, but I'd like to get fit and doing some weight training is actually going to help with the pain in my back, apparently. De- yeah, definitely. Like all the, the muscles and shit like help with all that stuff. Like get my, you'd be more powerful to hold your fucking body together, I assume. I'm no like fucking PT. Yeah, expert. I don't know. So... I'm not a playable teaser. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, no. I, I'm not an endless hallway. You could be. I don't know. Did you ever play PT demo? I did, yeah, and I was like really mad about it. Did you get to the end? I no, because I was just like, I'm walking down a fucking hole. I'm still in the hole. Nothing's happened. I'm going to bed now. Oh, really? Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I loved that idea of the repeating hallway and just like Junji Ito mm-hmm. wrote like did created the baby in the sink. You probably never even got to that. No, I didn't see a baby in the sink. Yeah, but you had me at Junji Ito. Yeah, exactly. I love it. Junge. Junge. Old mate Junjo. Junge cast. So anyway, like we say, we're going to head into a few different categories of things that have uh, piqued our interest this week. And of course, we're going to start with video games. Because it's E3 week. It is E3 week. Remember E3. (laughs) I just remember that all these games get announced and I get customers going, do you have this game in? Yeah. I'm like, you mean the one that was announced like half an hour ago? No, I don't. The one that's not even created yet? <laughs> yeah, I get a lot of that in my in the comic shop with people just like a creator announces on their website that they're doing something and they're like, yeah, that's not out for like six months. I'm sorry. Yeah, pretty much. But that's okay. So the first game that has piqued both of our interest is Evil Dead. It's called The Evil Dead, isn't it? Or I, it's called The Evil Dead Game? Yeah. Is it's its official title? Something along those lines. This looks great. It does look great. So the synopo for that one is uh, step into the shoes of Ash Williams or his friends from the iconic Evil Dead franchise and work together in a game loaded with over-the-top co-op and PvP multiplayer action. Play as a team of four survivors, exploring, looting, managing your fear, and finding key items to seal the breach between worlds in a game inspired by all three original Evil Dead films. They really wanted to say that this remake has nothing to do with it. Fuck you. I'm fine with that. But what, nothing to do with what? Nothing to So they really make it clear. It's the three ga- the three movies and the uh, Star's original Ash vs. Evil Dead series, but not the remake. Fuck the remake. Oh, yeah, the remake. Yeah. It's the TV show as well, yeah. Yeah, so they, they announced and they've just released uh, some a trailer like a week or two ago. This which, is like my dream really game. Good. Yeah. This is like, I've told you my dream game about like, having to kill demons and like they, they take heaps to kill and stuff like that. But this is like, you know, you've got everyone in it. You've got like Henry the Red from mm-hmm. Evil Dead 3 as a playable character. You've got like, like uh, Linda. 
Yes. From Evil Dead and stuff like that. You can play all the characters. You can, and then you can play Pablo. Ob- Pablo, yeah. <laughs> Pablo. Ob- obviously, you're going to be able to play them. Yeah, that's fine. But, I um, like that. And then you've got that whole thing. Because it, it's just that, that that whole thing of the four. I don't know if it's going to be a wave kind of thing or if there's going to be a storyline. Yeah. Or, you know. If it's just going to be like, um, what are they called? Like lobby matches where you just load into a level, you yeah. play it and that's the end and there's no actual like yeah. progression through a storyline, which I kind of don't want. I want it to just be a game. Yeah. So with four people in it that you just go through. Like Halo 3, you just play the game with multiple people. Yeah. But so it won't be. For the two other games that we will uh, chat about, that's my biggest thing. Like all these games are getting announced and I'm getting so excited. I'm like, fuck yeah, finally some games. Oh, no, it's online. It's online co-op. I don't play games very often, and I certainly don't play games online with people who are mean to me. Yeah, that's true. Because I suck at gaming. Yeah, I mean, there is a time and place for that, Like, but I will only dip my toe into Battlefield. Yeah. Like, okay. I will only, like, of, like, the online gaming experience because I just don't need that much online gaming. No. And stuff like that. But, um... I'm not sure who made this Evil Dead game, but man, the graphics look great. It does look. Really is it like good. a next gen console exclusive? So it's not going to be one of those, you know, ones where they just jazz up the graphics. I always get disappointed with that shit. No, I, I think it's coming to all consoles. I don't <sighs> think it's going to be. So it's definitely coming to Xbox. It's going to be on the Switch. Um, I'm what? Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. That um, means it might be rubbish because it has to. They have to tone it down so it can hand the Switch can handle it. Quite possibly. So PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, Nintendo Switch, and of course PC. And of course, you can play when you die in the game. You come back as the bad guys, as the Kandarian demons. Yeah, that would be good. And I, I like Ash in the trailer. He's like, no radio. Hey, hi, I'm Bruce Campbell. Like just being himself. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, or oh, you can come back as a demon if you're a dick. <laughs> Like, and then he says it again later on. He goes, well, maybe you want to do this, but that'll make you a dick. <laughs> hey, he knows what he wants. Um, I'm not 100% sure who's actually producing the game. I know that it is definitely like a Warner. Uh, no, not Warner. Uh, Warner Brothers? Uh, sorry, yeah, MGM. So MGM, Lionsgate Films. So it's all these movie companies Mo- come together. I don't see any like big name. Like it might be a hot mess. Game producing. It might be one of those things where like the lobbies don't work, matchmaking fucks up and shit. And they might, yeah, just don't put that in there. Mm. At the moment I'm playing um, the Outriders, Outlanders, Outriders, whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just playing it by myself. Mm. But like it, it, one of the big, big Xbox, I'm playing on Xbox, one of the main things about it is it has like you know you can pause your games at any time load up another game and it's still got that one loaded in the background and then you can come in and switch between the games it's so that game doesn't do it because as soon as you like you know sh- like go to something else or sh- or you know put your yeah, console into like sleep mode it just logs you out of the game because it has to be online the whole time oh. even if you're just playing one player and I'm like, there's no option to like to, to be offline and play it. And, yeah. Because it's got a full story. It's got like a Gears of War story that you narrate, narrate through in some slight open worldness. But like there is a core story. I'm just like, just let me play offline by myself. I don't need any of these other turkeys. Like, yeah. And like, I don't mind if it has to be online, but don't log me out of the game every time I like swap swap programs and stuff like that. It's just like, oh, you can't. Yeah. Anyway, no, no, I hope hey, Evil Dead doesn't do that. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Like, I, I, what's the release? I don't even see a release date for it. I think it's coming next year, but I could be wrong. I probably am wrong. That's I mean, um, having like, there's like, you know, the, being able to walk, I mean, I've walked around before in video games, like the, the cabin, it's got, it shows the tool shed. It shows like a couple of other locations from other films and stuff. Like, obviously, you're going to go to the castle mm-hmm. and, you know, there'll be the hole that you might be able to kick dudes down into. Remember the hole oh, from the Evil hole. Dead 3 at the great. start? Yes, please. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, like we'll definitely be keeping a very, very close watch on this. And I'm pretty certain, unless it is online only, we'll both be grabbing a copy. Yeah. So maybe well, we no, could do um, some co-op. I think, oh, no, that sounds like, it might be a Game Pass game. No, it won't be. be. That would be great. If we can do some, uh, we can play together. Mm. And then they've got also, they announced like Back for Blood. Now, oh I'm a massive. God. Do you notice I didn't mention Left 4 Dead in that last? I, I know. And I know why. Because it's, why? Because we're going to be talking about Back for Blood. Yeah. Um, so the people, the creators of Left 4 Dead have made Back for Blood. Yes. You have to have a four in there because you have four players. That's right. And it's basically, it just looks like. 
Left for dead. Yeah. So you are at the center of a war against the ridden. These once human hosts of a deadly parasite have turned into terrifying creatures bent on devouring what remains of civilization. With humanity's extinction on the line, it's up to you and your friends to take the fight to the enemy, eradicate the ridden, and reclaim the world. Um, or just get into a lobby match and just do one round with your friends. <laughs> that too. Uh, so this is also coming to all consoles uh, except for the Switch and Good. on PC. Um, Don't get it- me wrong. I love my Switch, but like not every game has to go to it because it doesn't no. run on it. That Immortal Phoenix Rising was ass. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This on is, the Switch. Uh, so on this the Switch. Is- it was a great game, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so this is definitely, this is a co-op first person shooter. Um I was watching the gameplay and I was kind of under the impression that I was going to be playing the demons and now that I found out that I probably won't be, I'm slightly disappointed. No, you do. Yes. But that, that that's not the ma- that's like a that's a PvP kind of thing. Yeah, so, so that you- would be like what they did with Doom Eternal. You could go through and do the matches and you could play as the yeah. the demons. So Yeah, yeah I think okay. they might have done that in Left 4 Dead, like back in the day, I can't remember. The thing I loved about Left 4 Dead is like and I've I've told this story before, I think, where like it was so violent, it was amazing. It was gory, there was intestines everywhere. You know, I imported a, an uncensored copy from America. Mm-hmm. I got a letter from the government saying, do not do this. We'll arrest you if you do it again. I immediately ordered another <laughs> copy and got it. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, the gore was amazing. I'm just not seeing the level, the amount of level of, same amount of level of gore in this back for blood. I'm seeing, like, some limbs coming off and stuff, but no, like, chunks out of shoulders, no intestines flying around. And I need... Like, if you're doing a game that's all about, like, killing zombies or being ridden and shit like that, you need shit to go everywhere. Oh, yeah. I want, to, I want and I, I hate disappearing bodies. That's my big thing. You want a pile. Yeah, I hate, like, you know, when they do it and it goes like, and it's, it, like, fades away or it burns away. No, I want to have, like, at the end, maybe they're going, <gasps> yeah. with, like, fucking piles of the corpses around me. I want all the blood up the walls. Yeah. I want gauze hanging off the fucking seal, like, intestines yes. off the lights. Yep. No. I want it everywhere. And, like, you got these next-gen consoles. You can do that. Like, they could nearly do that and left for dead. And that was, like, fucking... 10 years ago? Yeah, it's a while. Like, why, it, it, this game should be like the goriest thing. You should be like stripping skin off of things when you hit it with shotguns and different, like Doom did it. Well, this is why I love Doom so much. Same because, here. Because like I, again, I don't play games very often and I don't want, I don't necessarily need a, a long linear story where I've, everything's super important. I just want to listen to fucking heavy metal and shoot a bunch of yeah, shit. What happened to, like, having great graphics? Yeah. What happened to, like, innovating in the gore of just, like, well, Doom is do it. Doom is the only one that's done it, in my opinion. I mean, we had stuff early on in stuff like Soldier of Fortune with, like, this game, and they really went with the fucking, like, entry and exit wound shit and, like, yeah. full gore. And, of course, that attracted every school shooter in the world wanted to play it. Um but, yeah, I just want a game that's just like, let's make a fucking gory game. And that's what they do with Left 4 Dead. And I don't know. I just want it again. Yeah. I want Left 4 Dead with with next-gen graphics. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll- if they find that Back for Blood doesn't do... Uh, because there will be a lot of people that are super nostalgic for the Left 4 Dead games. And maybe they'll find that if this game doesn't quite hold up because every person like you is going to be, like, you know, holding this to that kind of level yeah maybe that will prompt them to maybe make the left it's for also dead. hard there are so many clones of, i mean like left for dead don't get me wrong that was like i think the first of that kind of game i saw you the four people you kind of do an area you get to the safe room you load up all your shit again and you have to share resources yeah that kind of thing and then they did it with that like zombie army game and all stuff like that and this is a, there's a million of them now so back for blood big big call they're the creators of the the like the genre if mm. you will the genre, mm-hmm, um, they mm-hmm. gotta, they gotta come out with something, you know. They gotta f- pop an erection out of those jeans <laughs> and like smash everyone's faces with it. Well, I mean, look, I watched because uh, I, I honestly don't really care too much for E three. Like, it's not usually on my radar. They did obviously announce a, a lot of horror games uh, this year, and uh, I think the other one that. So aside from Redfall, which we will talk about in a second, the other one was uh, Somerville. That was I didn't know that one. 
uh, Somerville or Somerville. I didn't catch the name properly. Um, even Kojima, he's just like, oh, hello. This game is going to be fantastic. It looks really here's, cool. Here's Norman Reedus getting in a box. That's right. So it's basically uh, by the people that did, um, what's the one, the little inside one and Limbo? Oh, yeah, yeah. So is that what their new one is? Same creators, that kind of thing. It looks quite good. It's got the cute soundtrack. It's kind of ominous, but um, I feel that you're going to like that. Obviously, they've announced um, Dying Light 2, which everyone else is very excited for, vampires and whatnot. Um, but everything else is kind of like weird indie kind of horror games that aren't as I actually think Somerville looks a bit too... I remember what it is now. It looked a bit too much like Limbo. Yeah. But I feel inside... Had a really good vibe to it and stuff. And then there's also Little Nightmares, which is, I love mm, it. That game yeah, everyone as well. really likes that. Um, but yeah, I loved Inside. That's a game, like, no dialogue, no nothing, com- complex story, like, where, if you want to read into it, kind mm. of thing. And then, is that the very black and horror. white one? What? Is that the black and white no, one? That's where Limbo. He's... Okay. Uh, Inside is like the color one that they did. And in the end, it ends up being quite a, quite a gruesome ending, like, oh. pretty crazy. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, Dying Light 2 is coming out, and I fucking really want that. But I don't think that's a next-gen console game. No, I don't think it is. Oh, my I God. don't think... They, they wait so long. Do you know how long this game's been coming out? It's in developer hell, I reckon. Mm-hmm. I've been watching all these like videos, and it looks great. Yeah. And there's gore, and it's in the light time. I always like, I always like a gore game in the daytime. I, I want to like... see the gore. Yeah, same here. I don't want to see, like... They're my favourite bits in light, beautiful lit areas and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, I've got uh, Dying Light on the pile. So I will be introducing a segment probably in the next uh, episode called The Pile. So it's all the things that I have piled up to read, to watch, to play, to listen to. Um, and that yeah, your is, pi- yeah, your, that your, is your, on the pile. What do they call it? Your, your pile of shame. Yeah, it's quite large but um also i've been getting into recently is watching i haven't been playing but i've been watching online videos of that brutal doom like the mod i sent you one ages ago so some people have oh yeah yeah yeah, people have gone through and they've taken the original doom as in like doom yeah and brutalized it up like (laughs) as in like it's still the same pixel graphics and that, but they've they've uh, but they've redone the weapons. So all the weapons are like the Duke Nukem weapons are in there, um, just new weapons, heaps of weapons. And the game itself is like you can only play in like you know fucking the hardest setting yeah. possible. And but they've just gone with the gore. So as an example, if you're shooting at a like in Doom, if you shot someone, you had blood splats come up on them, and they were and they fell down. In this one, like you shoot and they die, and they keep getting hit, and gore chunks yes. come off of them, like all new pixel animation. And then they'll be on the ground, like dying, and their arm will be off. And then you go up and you, you shoot them, and they like their head comes off. So they've just gone ham with the gore. Nothing disappears in this game. Yes. And like the splat, the blood splatters go all up the wall. They ha- there's like chunks of animated pixel flesh just dripping, like blopping onto the ground running down the walls and they've got set up scenes there's so many guys that you'll just do shit like throw and you've got grenades now and shit which you never had in yeah you can throw grenades in the room and it's just like an actual like 10 people have exploded in this room and there's actual intestines everywhere and shit i'm like this is a pixel game and they got it right i want them to i want them to bring out brutal doom yeah as a console game like uh, because it's just a it's just a mod for doom and you can look up and down I want to play that game. It's, it's just like a Steam game, but I don't want to play on Steam. I want to play on console. I want them to bring it out. Yeah, there's so many games that I have interest in, and then I find out that it's only on Steam, and, and you're like, I just, I'm like, nah, I'm not going to do that. You know, Steam's like, you can just put your fucking... Uh, if you ignore your PC and you plug your PC into a TV and use an Xbox controller, it basically is just an Xbox, eh? Interesting. Like, because you can just play... You can use an Xbox controller on Steam. Yeah. For most games. You might have to do a bit of a fiddle whittles. Because I can't play. Because it's Microsoft. It's the same fucking thing. That's true. Because I can't play this keyboard business. I've got a laptop. No, you could just, if if it's got Bluetooth, you can just use an Xbox One controller. Do you have Bluetooth? Do you have Xbox One controllers at your work? Yes. Just take one home. I said I got them at my house. Oh, yeah. Because Liz is an Xbox person. Yeah. So you can just play it on computer with a console. And then you can just, uh, with that, that you can just, uh, like your your, your laptop, you Mm. could just. Uh, you know, mirror H- the H- thing HDMI. onto the TV. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. and you can play it like a console. Fuck yeah! Lots of people don't know that. It's such a thing that PCs do. Oh, 
this could open me up it, to a whole new world of being able to game instead of complaining well, you know, about ga- not well, being you able know to that game. you would have access to Liz's Game Pass on your PC. You just have to log in with her Game Pass. It's the same thing. Son of a bitch. And all those games are available to you for free. Oh, son of a bitch. Get all over it, was See, this it? is why I don't know these things, because I don't play games that often. Um, but anyway, the last game that we're going to talk about um, is, of course, Redfall. So, um, Is it Red-Fall or just Redfall? I think it's just called Redfall. Redfall. Um, so the quaint island town of Redfall, Massachusetts, is under siege by a legion of vampires who have blocked out the sun and cut the island off from the outside world. Trapped with a handful of survivors against diabolical enemies threatening to bleed the town dry, you can choose your hero from a diverse roster, very diverse roster, um, grouping up with others to create the perfect team of vampire slayers. Um, this game is 100% coming to Game Pass in t- 2022 uh, on PC, um, Xbox Series X. So this is a, a pure, se- a pure next-gen game. Because it's Bethesda. Which I'm fucking... What's Bethesda? Yeah, well, I'm just missing these pure next-gen games. Mm. I don't want... I, 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 so I played... Um, I've been playing, you know... You know Oh, I haven't gotten to the Dark Souls remake, but yeah, mm-hmm. I want to play that. But I just want games. I bought these next gen consoles. I got both of them. Yeah. I just want games that are like only you can play on that. That no other turds playing on their fucking Xbox <laughs> diddly sticks. And like, I know that sounds weird, but like, no, I mean, obviously, I put two thousand dollars into into consoles, and I, oh, I'm playing other games I played on my console before. Exactly. So, well, I guess it would be frustrating. Like, oh, I've paid all this money for something that. But, I mean, I was looking up the prices for uh, Back for Blood the other days to do some ordering, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to hold out on that. So it's a significant price difference for physical media. So it's like $99 for PS4 and um, so that's cheap X- for PS4. Xbox. PS4 then, is usually 125 now for PS5 games. PS5 is... I mean five. Yeah, PS5 is 149 Oh, So Forg. the next gen... Forg. Yeah, the next gen consoles, 149. That is obviously the recommended retail places. There's like, always the first week bargains yeah. you can get into. Oh yeah, JB Hi-Fi there and Big W and all that. They're, Harvey they're Norman's the best. Yeah, Harvey Norman are pretty. Their good. first week for games, like they will knock. They will no matter what they say. Like if you can see it cheaper, we'll do it cheaper. So That's if you can great. go up anywhere, we're just like here's this. This is how much it is here. They're like cool, I'll make it cheaper than that. They don't care. They're Harvey Norman. Well, they don't. They laugh in the face the, of Corona. They, they're going to go sell a bunch of fridges and some furniture, some flooring, because the fucking markup on flooring is insane. Markup on cables is apparently where they make everything. Like, yeah, I love okay. J- JB Hi-Fi. My JB Hi-Fi friends have said, like, you know, they, they charge you $100 for a cable. They yeah. buy it for, like, a dollar. Well, it's like when you go to the cinema, they don't make any money on the ticket sales. All the money made is at the candy bar. Candy because bar. it costs five cents to make a large Coke. Yeah. And I, they're selling that to you for, like, $10. 2010. Oh, my God. So much Anyhow, money. Redfall. So, Redfall. Um, it's an open-world co-op uh, first-player shooter. Is this which, another Left 4 Dead again, clone, it looks like? P- quite possibly. Like, the trailer looks amazing. I think it's the girl from um, Deadpool. The Diablo girl? Oh, really? Have they modelled it on her yeah, as well? I think I'd have to look into that. But yeah, so it, it looks fantastic. Domino. Um, Domino, thank you. Diablo. Anything where you've got that sort of neon lighting for me is I just like, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's this game has like, it's a horror game. Yeah. So it's basically instead of zombies, you're killing vampires. Yes. But they've gone wazoo with the style. Yeah. Like, as in like, it still looks like it. A good graphic game so it's not stylistic graphics it's the style within itself so mm. yeah neon everyone's like fucking heaps cooler than me as i said a diverse cast and i just like the idea about diverse cast is that there's no white people in this game and i'm loving it that's fine yeah fuck off whiteies yeah and um i'm a white racist <laughs> i went no 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 i'm a racist towards whites yeah. not a white racist <laughs> <laughs> shit dan loves people you, yeah yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, but I like that every character, so it's clearly it's not set in like reality. There's yeah. magic. One of the girls has a magic elevator. She can appear that is basically like a, like a doom jump, you yep. know, like a, or a quake jump. Like yes. the, not doom, yeah, quake. Um, so she's got that and she's got like magic and stuff. There's some very cool. So there's, there's this five minute kind of non-gameplay trailer they've put out of this. Yep. So we don't know what it's going to look I like. I like a non-gameplay trailer as really? well. Really? I, I don't. I, I want to see do. what the game looks like. Look, I do want to see gameplay, but that's later. You you enticed me with your trailer first. 
if I like it, I'll go look at your gameplay. Mm. But even then, I'm like, yeah, I just want to shoot some stuff. This is, I'm just happy to be here, guys. Yeah. So, but um, like she's doing stuff like real cool stuff, like you know, she's got purple floaty magic. She's like loading a gun with magic, so like you know, the bullets are floating in the air and going into the gun and shit. And um, I assume every one of them's got like a cloaking device and a fucking big bird. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't see what the other characters had as as. No, I think they're kind of just going to tease Maybe a few. Keep. Yeah. Because they, um, looking at their website, they've got a lot of the um, under wraps kind of thing as well. So it's like, oh, here are the, the playable, but you don't know about this one yet. So You don't know that's, that. That's a little bit later. Um, it doesn't look very gory. It, it doesn't. And I think that Bethesda, because is this the first game, once again, I don't follow it too closely, but is this the first game Bethesda are really releasing for the next-gen console? Because obviously... Well, they haven't really been releasing anything because no. they've, well, they, now they're part of Game Pass. So yeah. everything they make comes out on there. So yeah, this might be their first pure next-gen game. So they've got to go hard. They've got to make sure that this is like... Fucking the Monster the, Squad. The it reminded t- me of the Monster Squad. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Vi- you got the coolness, vampires. Like, imagine they made a Monster Squad game like that oh Evil Dead one. God. You'd be like, Rudy. Who, the, the, anyone, you just have a team of five Rudys. And that's <laughs> like none of the other characters <laughs> would play. Oh, that would be, I would, yeah. No, that would be f- fantastic. I think that should happen. Um, but yeah, so I think Bethesda really need to go hard on this because I don't think they've quite recovered from the mess that was Fallout 76. Yeah, Which, that was a mess, wasn't it? I didn't hate it that bad, but I didn't hate it. But I, I, I had this weird love for it. They did the redo of it recently, like where it was like you know a f- fifty gig or whatever like update, which is basically a whole new game. Yeah, and I played it, and I just it just doesn't have that. I don't know. It just seemed like it's everything is really sparse in it, like yeah. real far apart and that, and you don't feel like you're ever. Everything is like behind behind stuff that you can't get where in the normal four like you're like okay i'm gonna build up this area and that and you knew what you had to do you can go do this and that and this is like go collect seven flowers yeah and like and he's like oh my god i just want to i just wanted to go see mothman because there's that whole segment where you travel you and want you level yeah do the things and you get get to meet mothman and i just never quite got it and then no me being me i'm like fuck this i'm not playing this yeah game and there was lots of bits where like you died and it really like you lost stuff or something like that like it was just it didn't feel very fallouty to me. Like, yeah. but, I mean, it was fallout, and it was really interesting. I really wanted to like investigate these areas, but I don't. I don't fucking do camp building. I don't yeah. do crafting. No, I don't want to do that. Like, if I have to craft something bigger and better in a game, because that's what I didn't like about the. What was the one where he was the journalist dead for? I don't know. He's the journalist going over to fight the zombies. Oh, uh, de- like, Dead Rising. Dead Rising, thank you. Because then I've got a craft weapon. I don't want to do oh, that. Oh, yeah, but that was a bit I easier. don't want... Yeah, I don't want to work hard, okay? I like in that Outriders when you want to uh, update your weapons, you just go in and there's like level up weapon and it's like, done. It's yeah. a button. And, like, you know, you That's get what it, I want. Yeah, as you go through the game, you collect resources without knowing it and if you look and then you're like, I don't have enough yet, I better play a bit more. That's yep. all you have to do. I'm like, that's what I want. I don't want to have to sit there and like fucking work out what spring pushes a bullet out faster or some shit mm-hmm. like that. I just want a button that levels it up yeah. and it just goes to the next level and I don't have to do any micromanaging. I hate micromanaging in games. That's what I liked about Maneater is like you now can level up. Which two, fucking came up on Game Pass two like two weeks show. after I bought it. No. Well, there's new DLC for that and I'm really keen to, to play it because it's like now they put a, a conspiracy theorist in it and I'm like, yes, please. Yes, so. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, look, um, we'll probably just keep an eye on all of these things. We'll I get... don't have a new-gen console, so I I've got them all, so I will be get playing my... I mean, if they're, on, if they're on Game Pass, I'll be all, like, yeah. you'll, you'll be hearing from You're that. You're all over it. Let's um, move into what we've been watching. Yes. As in not the film that we watched for the podcast. This is just other shit we've been looking at. Exactly. So, Dan, you were very excited because what did you watch this week? What have I watched? Well, you watched Willy's Wonderland. Oh, Willy's Wonderland. Yes, yeah. it's not in order. I uh, know, I know. Well, you said what we were watching. Yeah. We haven't so watched wa- this new movie I watched yet. the Nicolas Cage film Willy's Wonderland. <laughs> it's so good. It is pretty good, yeah. eh? Like, um, I wish it could have had a... I don't know. I, there was something missing in it to make it a wicked film. Yeah. There was just something not there. So we got... This, this is going to be a bit spoilery, this part of this. So if you don't want to know about bits and bobs, 
Just fuck off. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Willy's Wonderland, you got Nicolas Cage. Uh, he gets tricked into basically work. He gets working a night in this Willy's Wonderland place to clean it up, which is an old, like, birthday. It's like a Chuck E. Cheese kind of Chunky establishment. Yeah. yeah. So five, and then, of course, the robots are evil for a la Five Nights at Freddy's. Mm-hmm. All gives this film its, 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 its thing. It's that Nicolas Cage's character is vastly overpowered compared to the monsters. <laughs> yes. And so they're all like, they think, you think it's going to be this horror movie, and yeah. it is a horror movie. So you've got the stereotypical group of people that are cannon fodder, but he is this, this immortal speechless character. He doesn't no he dialogue. He does not say anything. No dialogue in the whole film. Yeah. And you get like and it's funny cuz so he gets he gets hired to clean this place which is a trick so he's a sacrifice. Yes. But he got hired to do a job and he's fucking going to do it. Yeah. It doesn't matter if there's monsters, he is going to clean this he place cuz he has made a deal and men keep their deals. Uh-huh. He's like this cool guy with a leather jacket. He looks a bit weird cuz he's getting old now, old hair and yeah, yeah, no hairs and stuff like that. I really want one of the Willy's Wonderland t-shirts. And yeah. I, as soon as I watched the film, so I watched it when it first came out, and I immediately jumped on Goggled the it. website and I'm like, t-shirt, t-shirt, sold out immediately. And I'm like, oh, man, they've sold out. And Liz just turns and she's like, yeah, I know. As soon as the movie started, I figured you'd want a shirt and I looked it up. <laughs> and they were sold out immediately. So yeah, right. someone will pick it up eventually. But, yeah, and- you get this gore of, like, these cannon fodder kids. that are, And there's a whole other storyline going yeah. through it. There's a ritual and the town's fucked. And yeah. there's some funny characters in there and stuff like that. But, um. Yeah, what makes it so interesting is that Nicolas Cage's character is not—he's just not in—he's not in a horror movie, in his opinion. He's yeah. just there to fucking he's clean. He's just there. He sets his own little break times, and like no matter what is happening in the film, if his alarm goes off on his watch, he just stops whatever he's doing and goes and sits down and has a soda, even if it's just in the middle of a fight, even if it's at the expense of someone's death. Yeah, he will just sit down. Have his soda and play his pinball machine. Well, I feel that that is very much how most retail workers are nowadays. It's like, oh, I see there's a line of people behind me. Uh, now break. I'm on break now. Bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. But yeah, um, I didn't. I haven't actually looked in to see who made this or anything like that. Just oh, like that's right. It's just it was just thing to watch. And if you enjoyed like Five Nights at Freddy's game, what's that other one? The other one about the the killer things. Oh, well, I was saying that this was very similar to the Banana Splits movie. Banana Splits movie, yeah. Yeah, Which I also 100% recommend everyone check out um, because Banana Splits was a big thing in the 60s. It was like an animated series. And a lot of people didn't realize that, which is fantastic because then they're just like, people have either loved this show growing up and are now traumatized by this horror film or people that have no idea what it is. It's like um, the, the... The rebirth of Megan Mogg. Do you know mm. them? I remember Megan Mogg. Megan Mogg were like the kids thing. And now they're like this high, full-on adult, like by the same creator. Really? So, yeah, they've got, we've got the comics. They're called like One More Year Amsterdam. And Meg and Mogg and Wolfman and another character, I can't remember, they all live in an apartment and they're just like low socioeconomic, drug-taking, orgy people <laughs> that like, uh, and it's really sad and it gets really serious but there's like, you know, there's fucking dicks in it. There's like, you know, it's like every taboo's in these comics. And it's just the original Megan Mog characters. Oh my God. I should show you them to them. Yeah, yeah. Look next, them up. Like, next, yeah. Um, yeah, the whole bunch of them. Like, oh man, they're, they're so heavy, eh? They're in our alternative section, yeah, like, okay, way right. away from children. Yeah. And they're, whew. Okay, I'm going to look into he's that. He's about to bring out uh, a new one called Crisis Zone, which he did. Uh, he. The creator did while he was in lockdown in America, and apparently it's horror. Uh, like it's just like okay, yes, <laughs> yes, please. More comics, of that. comics, everyone. Uh, Megan Mogg, ask for them by name. I love it. So I also checked. And it's out Australian. That guy. Even better. Yeah. Good old Aussies. All right. Except for ScoMo. Um, so I checked out the Unholy. So you guys were nice enough to give me tickets to go see the movie. Um, My shop. Your shop, yep. yes, Greenlight Comics. Um, and I was unable to attend, A, because it was at a ridiculous time, and B, because it was at Marion. And I live... <laughs> Not there. In the complete opposite direction. Yeah. Um, so so I, the moon. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. But I did get a chance to check it out the other day, and I love a marketing campaign because they obviously sat down, they thought hard, like, this is a film. It's basically, it's got Jeffrey Dean Morgan in it. Uh, Negan from Walking Dead and he is this shitty journalist who goes to this town and basically 
He doesn't have a moustache in this, actually. Unacceptable. I'm so sorry. Was he the guy who played the comedian in Watchmen? Yes. Oh, you're right. Yes. Um, and he goes to this town looking for a story. The story is obviously not there, but he steps on a thing, unleashes an evil being. Well, what's the thing he steps on? Like a jellyfish? It's it's like a totem. So He just touches an item, a Yeah, he picks item. up this item, he looks at it, and he's like, what is this? And he's like, oh, this is uh, back in the witch times. It uh, holds the spirits in, and he steps on it, thinking, well, there's your story, and he takes photos of it. Um, a young girl in the town. So he desecrates it. He does. He, he destroys it, and it unleashes this evil being. And this young girl in the town who was uh, mute, I think she was a mute or deaf, I can't remember. Anyway, she starts to speak, which she's never been able to do. Oh, dear. And um, she starts passing on all this information from this this being that's been released. So she's it's basically like a false prophet kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie was just awful. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not man. Talking... If you didn't like it, it must be a fucking. So they talked about like this being like one of the scariest films of the past blah many years, and like I love when films do that because they this film was terrible. The was it scary? story, no, nothing about this film was scary. It. The script was terrible. The The acting was terrible. Dialogue was terrible. The CG was terrible. <laughs> Everything. Like, I was watching this film, and even if a film is terrible, I I power through, and I'm like, yeah, this is fine. It's it's This is bad, but it's fine. It made me mad. I'm like, this film is just awful. Like, who made this film? As in, shit. It as was in an, shit. As in an anal rip of a film. <laughs> it was. It was an anal fissure of a film because... At no point was I in any way, shape or form scared or unsettled or... And there was no ideas that you thought were cool? No. There was nothing in this that I was like, oh, yeah, that was cool. It's like no. a glass drink of water. It was bad. I was not okay with it. So, yeah. Don't say it. What was it called again? It was called The Unholy. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know that one. It's got a lady in it. Mm-hmm. A unholy lady. Yes. Um, we've also both started watching Sweet Tooth. Yeah, which isn't so. very horror-y. No, I thought it was, but yeah, because you had mentioned Sweet Tooth, and I'm like, oh yeah, okay, I'll, I'll give that a go. So I sat down to watch one episode last night, and I'm watching like three or four. Yeah, it's just a great work. It's just a well-made film. I mean, TV show. Yeah. It's one of those like bingey ones. You know, they all go up at once. It's based on a comic book series by Jeff Lemire, mm-hmm. um, which as soon as it came out, went out of print. Yeah, of course it did. Because everyone wanted it. But then they'll re-release it, but they'll re-release it with the Netflix poster, which I fucking hate when they oh, do Oh, with little stickers on them, like yep. the Invincibles got now an Amazon Prime show. <sighs> yeah, they do that every time. I hate it. Um, yeah, it, it, the, the show's really good. Like, yeah. everything looks good. There are some bits that are a bit tacky, like the uh, the elephants in the first step. Uh, I find that the, the graphics are a bit... Every so now and then, but it is like a, a TV show, so yes. it's not a film. No. Um, they still have money to put into that kind of stuff. Yeah, these days they do. Yeah, um, when you look at like Falcon and Winter Soldier and stuff like that, didn't which watch is basically it. like an eight-hour Marvel film. Didn't watch it. That's fine. That's yeah, cool. Um, anyway, yeah. So like that—that that was just fun. It was quite sad in places. I've been really enjoying it though. Like even just sitting down to watch an episode and four episodes later. Um, no, I really like it. Yeah, I definitely recommend checking that out. Now, I did one hundred percent want to talk about this, Dan, because you have opinions, I have opinions, and a lot of our uh, friends on the Facebooks also have opinions. About what, Jen? Well, um, it was announced that uh, young Rob Zombie will be... He's not young. He's not young. He's close to 60. He will be doing a reboot of The Monsters. Is it a film? It is a film. So he has been talking about this for years. Um, Now, if you out there and not familiar with the monsters it is a show about a family of friendly monsters and their misadventures it ran for two seasons between 1964 and 1966 it's like the adams family kind of pretty much yeah um it starred fred gwynn uh yvonne de carlo and i found out recently that liz is related to her and i'm like damn you just got hotter um (laughs) al lewis and butch patrick and Look, despite it being a very short-lived series, it is a huge cult classic. Um, and I, it has... I liked it better than The Adam's Family. Same. Yeah. It had the car. It's got, yeah. Yeah. It was basically the hillbillies. Pretty much. Um, for monsters. It was weird like, yeah. the whole time. Of um, so, yeah, it's, it's got very strong themes of, like, acceptance and tolerance and all this, this kind of thing because they have no idea why people around them don't like them. And yeah. it's, it's because of the way they look. 
Um, so an attempt to reboot this series was made in 2012 by Brian Singer and it was called Mockingbird Lane. It starred Jerry O'Connell, Portia de Rossi and Eddie Izzard. It was not a success. I've never even heard that. I watched it and it was garbage. And Were they like, did they look like the people? No. It was no, just it was like a, a like, drama version. It was, of like- it was slightly modernized and it was just like Jerry O'Connell being Jerry O'Connell, but with a couple of bolts in his neck. It just, it didn't see, it didn't have the same, same vibe to it. I feel like I already know what this is going to be like, this Rob Zombie thing. It's just going to be another Rob Zombie film. Well, here's the thing. So we've got this lovely 1960s, good feeling. And then we've got Rob Zombie, who has made House of a Thousand Corpses, Devil's Rejects, Three from Hell, 31. And he did the Halloween reboots. 31? I don't Uh, know what that is. It was bad. Okay. So. Good. I like some of his films, but a lot of them, and I am a huge fan of Rob Zombie, so of course I have a little bit of bias there. Some of them are not good. No, he also, and he just he always uses the same people in all his films. He put his wife in so there. So his wife, Sherry Moon Zombie, has already been cast as Lily Munster. Um, <sighs> along, no other actors have been confirmed, but I have seen a few of his like go-to actors have been like teasing things on their social media. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like Rob Zombie can only make a film. Like I said before, like he's a really small period in time, he's homaging, and he just makes all his films like that in that that kind of like low budget grindhouse yeah. um, exploitationy kind of like film vibe. But he does that for everything, mm. and it ends up just being like and a film clip. It's like of that, like yeah. So a lot of his earlier films, anyway, were. Um, I consider them to be like two hour long music videos. Yeah. Like House of a Thousand Corpses is basically just a, a House music of a Thousand video. Corpses is basically an hour movie if you take out all the shit in between everything as well. Or the... I still like it. It's a, yeah, it's I don't a lot, mind. It's a lot of I think it's his best film. Yeah, I'd like, say so. Devil's Rejects was good. Yeah, but that was just like. What can you do? Where can you go? Um, look, just because you like your source material doesn't mean you have to do it. And I know Rob Zombie, he's... I don't watch interviews or anything with him because I like him. I like his music. I like the content he produces. And I don't like to find out that people are assholes. And he is very much a... A well, actually. He's a little bit arrogant and he's very well, actually. So I don't... And I know he 100% does not give a shit about what you or anyone thinks. He's going to make this movie. He's going to make this movie the way he wants it done. But now it comes to the point of how is it going to be made? Is he going to do a PG family-friendly film set in the 60s? Is he going to modernize it? Is he going to make it an MAR-rated version? You know, don't fucking cast your wife in things. Like, I get that she's your muse and kudos to you for having a relationship that that, that is this solid yeah. for so many years. Wow, you're in a relationship. Good on you. Just don't because she, she's she got her own talents in her own ways, but she's not a leading lady for a film like this. You are going to want a big budget Hollywood version of this and I just just don't think it's going to. It's Do it. No, I'm not confident. I'm not confident, but I'm still going to watch it. And you, Let's just leave it. That's, that's... We'll have to work it out. We'll, we'll give it a go, though. We'll, oh, we'll give it a red hot poke in the old... Uh, and the... <laughs> but yeah. I love it. So okay. I've been reading, mm-hmm. uh, comic-wise, I've been reading a horror comic recently called The Department of Truth. Mm-hmm. And this is written by James Chinian the Thorth. Fourth, mm-hmm. this dude's fucking range of writing is chronic. Yep. He's done another horror one recently called Something is Killing the Children. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's uh, a movie. Is it? I think they've turned it into a movie. Yeah, right. So both horror both horror comics. He's also done something called Wind, which is like a YA like fantasy. He's also done a whole run of Batman comics like Joker War and some other ones. Maybe <laughs> Batman's Grave or something like that. I can't remember. Um, a whole bunch. So he's like this... And every book he writes doesn't feel like the writer that you read before. So yeah, like, okay. He, but it's always a good version of that. So he did the, he did like something for killing the children, which is a really indulgent, fast moving, very small amount of characters, small idea, little town, and like monsters are killing people. This girl comes into town, a nomad young teen, and she's like a monster killer. It's it's pretty simple. Sure. Then he put out Department of Truth. And he's like, oh, I forgot the artist's name, but this dude, if you can imagine like Dave McKean, 
um, which is like he did like Arkham Asylum and stuff like that. He, um, it's like Dave McKean's art, but a bit more structured than Dave McKean's art, so a bit easier to follow, not as fucking collage and shit. Martin Simmons. You're Martin Simmons? Yep. Um, so I, we, and this lends itself, this style, to horror so well. It is like fucking, oh, man, it's like, you know, it's, it's scratchy, watercolory, oil painty. Like, it just looks great. Mm. And the story of Department of Truth is um, this guy, he is a conspiracy theorist um, writer. Like, he studies them. He's like, you know, he's a debunker. Yep. Um, because it's not hard to debunk a conspiracy theory because it's not even fucking real. Um, sorry if you think it is. He, he debunks these things and he gets invited to this thing, this, this, uh, on this plane where they're like, we're going to, you know, all these people get on there. He doesn't even know why he's there. Mm-hmm. They fly and all of a sudden they land and it's fucking, it's the end of the the dome. They're at the dome as yep. in like the, the flat earth theory and it's proof and it's 100% proof. And then they just let them go and he's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, what's going on? Anyway, another Bunch of people like um, then kind of grab him uh, some goodies and they go, you're going to work for us. We're called the Department of Truth. And basically in this world, which is our world, um, the more people that believe in a belief, an idea, the more it manifests itself into reality. So yep. conspiracy theories are the biggest threat to the Department of Truth. They want to maintain the true truth line. Yeah. Which they decide. Yeah, okay. Um, so, yeah, so that's where, and as, like, more people believe in these things, uh, uh, proof starts to manifest itself into reality. So hard drives appear with videos on them that uh, come out of nowhere and stuff like that. Hmm. So he goes into this, and he was himself was a kid that was went through the, the 1970s, is it Satanic Panic? Yes. Uh, so what yeah. makes this book amazing is all the conspiracies they talk about are ones that have happened or are ha- currently happening. Mm. So as you're going through it, you don't know where fa- fiction and non-fiction starts and ends, and it's really cool. And you're just like, oh, this is fucking good. And it goes through and it shows you each chapter kind of thing of how someone could believe into these consp- different conspiracy theories like the um uh the ones that are happening at the moment with the school shootings that school shootings don't exist that's a conspiracy theory they're all made up by the media okay okay that's one of the things so and it's how a mother whose kid died in a school shooting could possibly come to the conclusion that her son is still alive and it's all a cover up and and it's just like fuck it's so heavy so dense and such a good read and, of course, this, this guy who went through the satanic panic, as we know, it was a bunch of school kids that, like, got brainwashed into thinking that their um, teachers were eating them and had all these cults. And so these – and there was this demon that was, like, leading them all and it was, like, this whole thing. The main character realises that that was true mm. for a moment. It was happening because enough people believed it. Oh, and so there's this entity out there. He knows that this thing that's haunted him his whole life, he's been through therapy, it did exist at some time because of the belief structure of the world. And he's, oh, fuck, it's so it's good. It's so good. Well, I've actually... Uh, oh, no, they, wait up. And they have to like, so they don't have computers or anything because it's yeah. two things. So they have to hop, their, their databases is like giant warehouses with photos with all like the strings attached to them and stuff. And that holds the truth into reality of the physical holding it like the, you know, you know, those walls where like, yes. yeah, the things, those are the things that maintain truth. Wow. Cause like that holds it into reality and I just, or, and then they go out and they kill anyone who believes anything and get rid of all evidence. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Oh, well, ooh, <sighs> do you need a water? Yeah. I need a, you need a drink. I do. You do. Um, yeah. Well, I haven't read it yet, but uh, based on your recommendation, I did pick it up. And that's and- not spoiling much no. of it. That's like no. the first couple of like, issues within yeah. it like kind of thing well i've i've put it on the pile um so on the shame pile yeah on the nice my pile of shame uh it is definitely something that i do want to check into because you had me at conspiracy theory you had me at satanic panic like you've got me at entities like yeah like it just sounds like a lot of fun to me yeah. no one i've recommended it to has turned it down and no mm-hmm. one has said at work and no one has said that they didn't like it Okay. Well, I definitely come wanna... into my work. It's done, it's printed by Image Comics, and the first issue is seventeen fifty dollars. No, seventeen dollars and fifty eight cents. 
<laughs> which is very cheap. That's pretty good for a for a trade graphic novel. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, I've picked up the Conjuring. Uh, they're doing so. DC are bringing out a series of horror comics. Um, because obviously DC, Warner Brothers, so they want to do a bunch of tie-in movies, uh, tie-in comics to certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've just done the Conjuring. So it's going to be a five-part series. The first volume has just recently come out. I haven't read it yet because I'm a busy person. It just goes in the pile. Um, oh, my so cat's I'm... coming here. It's going to jump up and ruin everything. Hey, Cali. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, so, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to ch- checking that out when I get a chance, hopefully maybe today, and then I can talk about it next week. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's interesting to see what DC are doing now with their horror range because they used to be really good at bringing out a lot of different horror content. Um, and it just sort of went by the wayside. Like there was a period where they just sort of stopped and I think they just focused and maintained on the um, the superhero side of things. So I'm not sure if you're too well, familiar with DC's did a lot of their horror stuff through Vertigo. Yeah. And uh, uh, Constantine and all stuff like that. But, yeah. Now they've yeah, the, got the DC horror line. Yeah. So. Well, the DC's done a lot of stuff recently. They weren't for their black label stuff. They went for a whole imprint called, um, oh, what was it called? Young something? I don't know. I've lost it now. Which was, um, uh, what's his name? Gerard Way's imprint into okay. DC. Yep. Young. Oh, I nearly remembered that. Anyway, that just, they just stopped it. You know what I mean? Just like, if stuff doesn't make multi-millions, they just stop shit. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, the next step, I mean, because we know that the Conjuring... Young Animal. Oh, Young Animal. Yep. yep. <laughs> it was cool. Um, I mean, the Con- Conjuring franchise, it's... it's the the universe has spanned like how like seven or eight movies now yeah. and it it's got money to make and the next step the obviously the next logical step is to turn it into a comic series um so i'm pretty excited to give it a read it ties in with the conjuring the latest movie yeah um i won't go too deeply into that because it is still a new movie and i don't want to spoil anything for anyone um but yeah like i look forward to hopefully next next episode going oh hey yeah i did read it and it was pretty darn good I reckon we're going to have to cut it off there. Yeah. The old podcast. We're nearly getting near the end. We've got some other sections that we'll just move over to next week. Yeah, I love next that. Next time. Yeah. Fantastic. But, uh, um, so, yeah, that's our new new, new episode, guys, Splatter Chatter. Um, so, thank you. You've been listening to Terrorvision Horror Podcast with Dan and Jennifer. Uh, we are available on all major podcasting services and also on the YouTube. But man, no matter where you choose to consume us, please make sure to hit the like button, subscribe, leave a comment or a review make sure you share with all your friends you can interact with us on both facebook and instagram at terrorvision pod it'll keep you up to date with upcoming episodes trivia and of course memes that are 100 percent three years old by now we also have an email terrorvisionpod at gmail.com oh no i have to say my line oh and until next week kill or be killed <laughs> <laughs>